Hello, third times me listeners, friends all over the world. It is February 1st, 2023, and today marks the one-year anniversary of Third Times Me. To celebrate the one-year anniversary of Third Times Me, I've put together a compilation of little clips from this first year's episodes. But before we get into that, I want to just give a huge thank you to all of my listeners, supporters, friends all over the world. Y'all have no idea how much it means to me to have you guys tuning in, have you guys participating, engaging, sending feedback, responding to my Instagram poll stories, just all of the creative investment and time that has gone into this show. It's really my baby. I've learned a great deal in this first year of being a podcaster and I am super excited for year two. I have lots of exciting goals for year two, things that I want to accomplish on the show, new guests that I want to bring on, and things that I want to talk about and really hone in on. So I super appreciate all of you guys continuing to tune in and support. I want to highlight that the biggest thing that y'all can do to support the show is sharing it with your friends, passing it along episodes that are especially interesting to you or that really resonated with you or that really helped you in some way, sharing it with other people that you know it can maybe help them. That is the absolute biggest support that you can provide to Third Times Me. So thank you so, so, so very much. Enjoy this week's episode and I will see y'all next week. of podcasts don't get past episode three. You know, a year goes by and you've been talking about this thing that you want to do, but you haven't actually acted on it yet. And it was just like, Chris, like, just fucking go for it. If anybody is ever struggling to find their people, the best thing you can do is just let your flag fly. We have made it to the final chapter of the relationships before it's my relationship with myself. (laughs) So I want to take my learnings and life experiences and those of my guests that I bring on and collaborate with. And I want to utilize our experiences and our learnings to help other people. And he was like on one knee. (laughs) And I remember that I felt like I started hyperventilating a little bit. So it is August 9th, 2020. And it is actually the day that... I was originally supposed to be walking down the aisle and getting married. Great. So what are all of the, the pseudo names for my ex is going to be? Mikey. Oh, brother. that is a good point. And you got to brainstorm. Yeah, because we can't That's use gonna their real hard. names. That's going to be hard. So you could, you could uh, one yes. of them could be dumbass. The other could be jackball. <laughs> wow. I didn't think I was going to feel this. I'm just like feeling this right now. I remember him grabbing my hand and looking at me and saying, just remember whatever happens to me, Kristen, it's not your fault. I felt like I had been convinced into this commitment to be with this person that I didn't want to be with. The degree to which you refuse to accept reality is the degree to which you will suffer. It shifted very quickly, very early on in the relationship into that like parent-child type of dynamic. I didn't know I was capable of fucking up to this level. So that was very humbling. I locked the master bedroom door, walk into the closet, open up his laptop, pull up Slack, type in Brittany. And there is literally months 
of dialogue. I got cheated on because I was in a relationship with somebody who hasn't done their inner work and doesn't understand their self and can't speak their truth. Thankfully, <laughs> boyfriend number two is a shorter episode because boyfriend number two was not evil like the rest of them. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> I hear a knock and I just instantly knew in my gut that it was him. And so I go into my bedroom and I hide in my closet under my clothes. I was just living like eat, pray, love. <laughs> God, it was great. I will never forget that night. Oh my God. Cause that I was actually, the perfect way to get to Tulum. It was like, welcome to Tulum. The mind really does have a lot of power and control over the body. Cause she had made the decision mentally that she was ready to go. Old me kind of died and new me is here. Subconsciously, I used my dreams to explore my sexuality because I didn't feel as confident doing it consciously. That is fascinating. A little too consumed and obsessed with tying too much of my self-worth and whether or not I was worthy of love to my body. And he told me that sex with you was terrible. And I gave him the best head that he's ever had in his entire life. And today's our one-year sex anniversary. And just like anything she could to try to get me to react. I was like, she, she was hurting and she probably wanted you to be hurting too. I was brainwashed into thinking that, like everyone else, uh, that marriage is the ultimate destination. Marriage is what defines you. This week is episode 28, and we're going to be talking about boundary setting. Treat every rejection as redirection. Mm -hmm. I'm super fascinated by how we interact with each other, how we heal from toxic relationships, whether it be romantic, friendships, family relationships, whatever it may be. And this is a topic that I have been noodling on and researching and really digging deep into myself for the last couple weeks to prepare for this week's episode. Oh yeah, that's a boys thing. Like boys, you know, masturbate at a very young age, they're jacking yeah. off. Like that's totally acceptable, but I still feel there's a lot of work to do with like making that more okay for women. If you have made your expectations clear and communicated, you know, what your expectations are out of a relationship and what you expect in a partnership and you're very aware of what you're bringing to the table and if you are not getting that back and the other person is not on your level, it's not a healthy relationship and you need to get out of it right away. You know, it's something that I have thought a lot about. And if I were to ever get married, I definitely feel that I would want to absolutely have a prenup. And so I'm like 15 years old or something. I remember we were on a family camping trip and I brought this book with me, but I'm like sitting in the tent, just like, you know, hanging out or everyone's taking naps and I'm like reading this book. And I'm just like, okay, masturbation's bad. <laughs> I so, will not masturbate on yes. this camping trip. Yes. <laughs> Give the men some, some tips. If you don't allow toys in the bedroom, then you are sincerely missing out on a whole world. That one comment he made and used us not having sex as an excuse and a reason for him cheating and sleeping with someone else, that is a sentence that haunted me for years to come. <laughs> but he wanted to test that it worked before <laughs> before uh, I purchased it. Before I put my good, hard-earned college dollars into that vibrator, he was like, we need to test to make sure this worked. So the first person <laughs> to touch my first vibrator was this <laughs> oh man. God. Just having that community and feeling like you're part of something bigger and people get it. They get like, 
oh, you have a full-time job and you're grinding. I remember when I was there. I get that. Like, mad props. Yeah. They understand the creativity that goes into it, the vulnerability that comes with especially the type of content that I'm putting out there. I think back on how important it was for me to have that time in Arizona away from my roots. That was so important for my personal growth to be able to grow into the person that you know, I was trying to kind of figure myself out, what I believed, what I wanted out of life, um, and just get to know myself more personally. I hope that future, my young niece, you know, nieces, nephews, through my cousins, younger cousins can see that I had to choose myself to save myself. Alrighty, welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Service. This is Third Times Me. Welcome to episode 27. Oh my goodness, 27. We're almost to 30. I could not be more excited with how the show's been going. I can't believe I've been at this for almost seven months. Hoping that um, listeners, you today can get some some insight today from our experiences. Maybe you have um, some female friendships that you are struggling with right now. Um, maybe setting with setting boundaries or maybe you've been friends with someone for a long time and things have kind of changed because you as individuals have changed and you're trying to kind of reassess and figure out like how you can maintain and and make the friendship stronger, or if maybe it's time to let that friendship go, and that's okay. To be more specific, I would say that the last romantic relationship I was in, that relationship ending was what really pushed me over the edge of the people-pleasing cliff I had been standing on for so many years. I think it's a common experience as a human when you love to sometimes fall in love with the idea and the potential of what a relationship could be, but it's not necessarily that you're in love with the reality of that relationship. Today, we're going to talk about walking away from controlling partners. There is nothing more powerful than a woman in her element, confident in her own skin. She is fierce, she is strong, and she is unstoppable. I am four months out of just finding out that my husband has was cheating on me for an entire year. Um, and before that, we lived in a bus and traveled around. Why do we find ourselves chasing after and putting effort into relationships that we're not getting back what we're putting in? For me, I was just really craving like a strong, consistent, stable female friend. Yeah. And so when I would find that, I would kind of maybe cling on a little bit too hard. Right. And that also wasn't, that's going the hey, other way. We've all been there because... <laughs> Last week was part one of an interview series I did with guest Kristen Bidikiefer. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, then stop right now and go back to episode titled The Girl in the Van Next Door. And she looks at me and she's like, I don't understand how you're being so calm right now. Listen, everything that you're feeling, I've already felt before. Whenever you guys lied to me nine months ago. If I'm experiencing an unpleasant emotion like sadness, anxiety, or anger, you know, I can't just ignore it and compartmentalize it. I might need to do that in order to get through my work day. But mm -hmm. at some point or another, if I want to let it go, I have to let it run through me. Mm -hmm. And music has always been one of the most cathartic ways to do that. I've got this box in my hand with this ring and I just look her in the eyes and I say, will you let me love you forever? So I'm engaged for the third time. <laughs> I recently had someone reach out to me and ask me, so what does this mean for third times me? What does this engagement mean for third times me? Does this change the show? Are you going to change the title of your show? What does this mean? Oh, honey, 
third time is still me. This new partnership doesn't change that one single bit. On the second time seeing you, I was like, oh, um, I don't want to be with anybody else. Say it kind of like that. It's so cute. And literally was our second date. I'm feeling especially inspired to dedicate time to shedding light on what a healthy, unconditionally loving partnership can look like. Thank you.